Hey yo, welcome to another edition of 43.6, the sports podcast you always wanted. I'm Dustin Perry, and I'm joined by the man who wants to be me, clearly, Mr. Matty Key. Hi. I, for those who can't see, I well, am... No one can see. To, yeah. <laughs> well, you guys can. Well, so, sure. for everyone outside of the other two, uh, I'm lip-syncing Dustin's intro at the same time. Wasn't sure if he was noticing or not, but he did. I think I was on point. I think I could be, like, part of Millie, Millie Vanilli. Hey, you never know. There might be one day where I'm not able to be here, because that happens sometimes. Yeah. I was flirting with the idea of going to WrestleMania. I don't think I'm going to go, but there may be a time where you have to jump into this chair and do the intro. So, hey, you keep working out a kid, maybe one day you'll get that. You'll get that spot. But right now, the spot or for maybe someone else producing... will take it from you. <laughs> oh, kill <laughs> turn. Oh, damn. <laughs> Not going to finish the story is Maddie Key, but uh, in comes uh, James Key out of nowhere. Hello, James. Yeah, you guys are going to get about 30% from me today. Uh, I'm I'm so tired, man. Uh, so I was so sick last week and then had like a work presentation thing. Um, everyone in my household has been sick, so I'm literally operating on fumes. Well, fumes. I'm not operating on fumes. We have a packed lineup today. Packed. We're going to talk about the NHL All-Star Weekend. The packed the strange uh, four nations face-off thing they're doing next year, the 2026 Winter Olympics. A fun fact about the year 2030. We have an update on the Hockey Canada situation of the 2018 team. A new sports network alliance has just formed. The NBA is using LED courts. The Blue Jays made a signing, and they're also going to uh, take their best player to arbitration for uh, literally no reason and there is a big super bowl uh, super bowl <laughs> there is a big uh football game happening this weekend and of course the best thing about the super bowl is betting on the color of gatorade and all sorts of things like that so we're going to talk about that and a whole lot more coming up on this week's episode of 43.6 which of course is brought to you by now your treasures which we'll talk a bit more about later but first before we get to that insanely large lineup of topics we did have a weekend that just passed, and there's a few things that happened this weekend. James, would you like to start? Dude, or you know what? I, I think James, I, I think James and I will have a similar conversation about what we did this weekend and what came I out beat, of this weekend. Yeah, I beat Spider-Man two finally with my kid, oh. which was a lot of fun. Um, liked how they drew from source material and put their own twist on it, but didn't lose. Like, it was still kind of faithful to the nature of the things. And for anyone who hasn't finished that, I don't want to spoil it. But, like, Venom is still Venom despite who Venom is. And, like, Peter's twist of the suits he gets is still makes sense. Like, it all just kind of fits. So kudos to the writers for making it their own and making it fit. Because that, that can be tough. Uh, and then, yeah, I watched Vengeance Day. Vengeance Day. NXT. NXT is... Dude, <laughs> it's so funny about NXT. It sucked, and then it got really, really good. And then it sucked, and now I dare say it's even better than the previous iteration. I don't know about that, but it depends on it, it depends definitely... on what. Okay, and I I texted this to you. The reason I find it better is because I I don't know who these people are, so it's like right. reading a book for the first time, right? Like I, yeah, I have I favorite books. And I love them, and they're great. But some th there's something about 
the freshness that is coming from this. You know, new characters, new people, work rate is still up. I would say the stories are just as good. It's just, I don't know. I had a real fun time watching Vengeance Day, and it's hard for me to have a fun time watching pro wrestling these days. Yeah, NXT is awesome right now, and it's cool when they do these, I guess you call them premium live events, and that they're not in the performance center. They're in a small arena, and they jam a couple thousand people in there. I, like I think in a community college company. or something, right? Yeah, like, and there's probably another wrestling company that can take note of you know how to run a business and how to do things like that. But nevertheless, they don't book too big of a building. They jam a small amount of people into a small building and they're loud and they're up for everything and we're starting to it see the big. fruits of the labor yeah it, it doesn't look out of place no that that fucking show looked like raw yeah you know they got it rolling yeah. and I, I was saying this to you uh, was as you're watching it the telltale so the biggest issue that they had was they changed everything all at once you can go back to the territory days and this happens from time, from time to time, especially when Vince came in and took all your fucking guys. But if you wanted to cycle out guys, like it's best not to like say, all right, everyone that you, you liked and everyone that we've been featuring for the past year on television, they're gone. Fuck them. And we're going to bring in all these new people. You have to kind of just do one by one. Um, if you don't, it just takes a longer period of time for people to get back into it again. And I think that's where NXT is now. Like they're at that point now where Braun Breaker has been there for two years. And he was one of those guys that they brought in, like right at that shift of to the the spray paint or paint blotchy NXT 2.0, where the fuck that was yeah. going on there. Yeah, paintball. That's a good way of putting it. It's cool though. Like, and, but even like Braun yeah. shows up on Raw, and I'm like, oh, cool. Like, like I said, it's it's an interesting methodology to have these guys have a backstory that is in the company, as opposed to a bunch of indie dudes whose backstories, like we said, you can't show tape of or. You can barely reference or it's irrelevant. So like everything with these guys is all relevant now. Right. And if you are a top indie person and we're seeing this with a great example is Camille Brickhouse, who I mean, I don't know if top indie person is the way to put it, but she's like NWA women's champion or something like that. And WWE probably said, hey, we'll give you an NXT contract, which I'm sure pays them like 50 grand a year. <laughs> and she's like, well, or I can go to AEW and Tony Khan will give me $500,000 a year to do literally nothing. I can see the top indie people doing that and WWE saying, okay, fine. We'll just go to the colleges. We'll find a gymnast who doesn't have a professional career to move on to. We'll find a equestrian athlete and just give them something to do with their athletic background. As long as you're athletic and you're young and you're coachable and makeup can go on your face, then they will find a way to put you on TV. You can be an ugly motherfucker. And if you get the right makeup artist, you're going to look great. So anyways, I had a lot of fun watching NXT. Trick Williams is a star. There was um, another big event this weekend. Maddie and James, both of you. And it's kind of bleeding into our first topic. Actually, you know what? Before I get to that, Maddie, what was your weekend like? Shit, what was my weekend like? Honestly, I don't even really remember. Like, dude, I... We are recording a day later than we normally do. Yeah, I know, but even then, it's just like, dude, I can't even remember what I had for breakfast. (laughs) It's, uh, I just kind of go on autopilot after four o'clock. 
where it's just once the regular day-to-day job ends, I just mental capacity drops easily by about 50-60%. And I'm being generous. So like it's it's tough. So what did I do this weekend? Shit, I don't even know. Well, I think part of your weekend is probably going to be our first topic. The NHL All-Star weekend. If you did oh. any, you've watched any of that. We'll we'll get to our opinions and thoughts on that cuz I actually attended some of the events or one of the events. Nerd. But before we talk about that, a couple quick things. I saw Argyle on Saturday. I don't know if you guys saw the previews for this movie at all. Yeah, I did. Oh. I, I, I looks like it's one of those movies where Saturday night looking for something with the wife to watch after the kids to go to bed or kid goes to bed. It's just like, sure, why not? Let's watch it. And I'd probably yeah. enjoy it. Honestly, it was okay. I'd probably give it a solid five and a half, maybe if I'm being generous, a six out of 10, like it's not a bad movie, not good. It, it's, it's fine. You know, it's, it's acceptable. I saw it, of course, over in Psychoville, which is what I call a young, uh, young and Dundas. And I also learned at the corner of Young and Dundas, that's where Shake Shack's going to go. I don't know if you got heard about this. Hmm. Oh, yeah. It's, there's one in, so where we stay in Korea, uh, like the district, it's uh, called Hongdae. And it's very much like a lot of bars, restaurants, shopping, and like right next to a university. <clears throat> There's a Shake Shack right there. And how hard it was every fucking day I was there to not go in and get a milkshake or a cheeseburger. Because they also do like regional specials. So there's like yeah. a beef bulgogi burger or like a Korean barbecue burger. And I didn't do it. Because I was like, I'm eating so much other food here. Why am I going to go to Shake Shack? Even though it's like a regional specialty to be like, hey, this is our Korean thing. I'm just like, I don't want to do Shake Shack. I want to get real food. I may do it when I go back. But it's I better than it In-N-Out. When I, went to, when I went to Rhode Island, first thing I did when I got my hotel room, to, I ordered Shake Shack for dinner. Like Uber Eats. I'm like, just fucking deliver it. And it was pretty good. Okay. Hold on. Maddie just dropped a very controversial statement in saying no, that Shake Shack is better fact. than in and out It is. As, as, um, a whole, as a whole, Shake Shack is better than in and out As a whole, I would agree. Like if you're saying like, I go in Chicken. and get a burger and fries, I'm going to enjoy the fries at Shake Shack way more than I'll enjoy the shit fries at in and out I, I, I like that. I like the Shake Shack burger better too. And I love the Shake Shack burger. Yes. The Shake Shack burger is very, very good. Like eight out of ten burger. In and out, maybe on a good day eight, maybe sometimes seven, maybe seven and a half. Like you know what? Fuck I think they're co- I think they're comparable. Honestly, Jim, Jimmy's never had In and Out. I live next to a Harvey's. You fucks. So I'm just gonna go downstairs and get a fucking milkshake after this. So I will say this though, like in terms of I think we did this before, but in. Thinking about like the fast food chain burgers outside of Shake Shack and In and Out, I would say like Wendy's or Harvey's is better than McDonald's easily. Of course it is. You're damn right it is. Wendy's is fantastic burgers. Oh, the like the square patty, the Dave's double with cheese. I mean yep. I sometimes I go up to the triple. I used to see the triple a lot back in the day. I have <laughs> downsized to a double in my old age. Healthy choices, twenty twenty four. New year, new me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Doing a double, not yeah. a triple. 
That's okay. I, I remember during Whopper Wednesdays when I used to work at Young and Finch, we used to take the subway down to Young and Shepherd because that was the closest yes. Burger King. Burger King. I would eat, yes, I would eat three Whoppers with cheese for lunch back then. That's a lot of Whoppers. Right. But like my, my cousin who I worked with was like, why don't you just get the triple Whopper? I was like, no, no, no. Because you don't get all the fixings. Yeah, I agree. And they were like three bucks back then. It was great. Yeah, like I went to McDonald's yesterday, and I feel like I have I always have to get at least two sandwiches, just because it's it just feels right. Well, so yeah, my problem is that I can't decide what I want, so I'm yeah. like, I'll get both, and then by the time I eat both, I'm like, this is a fucking stupid. So you know what I realized? The key is if you if at any point you want like a cheeseburger or a hamburger, or whatever, just get a Happy Meal, because a Happy Meal will satisfy your hamburger craving, and it reduces the fries, so your sodium intake is down just a little bit. And then get whatever you want ulterior to the Happy Meal. Because the Happy Meal is only five bucks. No, I'm going to say this. If your concern is your sodium intake, like, <laughs> yeah. let's reduce the fries and get a Happy Meal. Like at that point, it's your, it's negligible. I agree. Through the amount that you're eating. And obviously like, yes, there's daily nutritional amounts you're supposed to get of certain things. And, one thing of fries is I think more than your daily nutritional sodium intake at that point, if you're already over, just go for it. Fuck it. Why? Like, and that's the thing that we like, like when I talk to like our trainer and stuff like that is he's just like, look, half cheats are stupid. He's like, I'm going to say it. He was like, if you're going to diet and you're going to like be on your food plan and you're going to be really strict with it. And then like every weekend or every two weeks, he was like, don't be like, oh, I'm going to get a burger, but then I'm going to have salad on the side. He's like, because you know what? You're really not going to enjoy it as much. He's like, just account for it as part of yeah, your daily macro. You're going to force yourself to have a burger the next day or pizza because you didn't fully get your fix in the first day. Yeah. He just said he's always just like, just account for it as part of your macros, right? Where he's like, if you know you're going out and you're going to dummy a pizza or you're going to dummy like burgers or something like that, he was like, very light breakfast of maybe yeah. some fruit. Or just eat, just eat some bananas, you yeah, know, for your breakfast and protein shake light. for lunch. And then yeah, they used to offer like, the Whopper for nuts. breakfast at Burger. Mm. Could you imagine a Whopper breakfast sandwich? Oh. I'm in. No, but they used to offer just the Whopper as a breakfast sandwich. Like you could go in there and be like a Whopper for breakfast, please, and they would make it. Oh, where was I? I don't know. I'd be way bigger. Like, like I am. It's not like a reformed fat kid because I'm still a fat kid. I just work enough to like keep it off. But like, man, I would have been easily north of 330 if I had known that was a thing. North of 330. Dude, I was okay. At my peak, I was close to quitting time at four (laughs) o'clock. I was okay. At my peak, I was 295. So like it was bad. So, whatever. Now I want a Whopper. Fuck you guys. So, Argyle was okay. <laughs> went, went, to, <laughs> went, went down to Psychoville, uh, realized there's a Shake Shack coming. That's nice. And also that day, hopped on the subway, went up to Young and Bloor, because I went to 401 Games. And guys? Mm. Bob Paldi and Fates. No, fuck that. I am on the singles train now. Oh, so I am 
I'm buying the single cards now. Oh, uh, instead of buying instead of buying the packs, I'm like, fuck it. I'm just so I traded in a bunch of some of my extra cards. So I got like 80 bucks of store credit. So were and, you like, are you like that? Like asshole who sits there with a the binder for an hour and a half and blocks up half the counter. Oh, God, no, no. Okay. So you do it all online. So you like you oh, okay. go on, you fill out a form and like, OK, I have this Zapdos illustration rare and I have this card and this card, whatever. And you submit it to them and they say, OK, just drop the cards off on this day. So you drop the cards off and they send you a store credit digitally. And then I have alerts and emails that go out to me when a card I need comes in stock. And then I click on it. I use my gift card and I go pick it up whenever. And I've picked up like 14 cards in the past few so, days. So didn't we say this is what was going to happen, Jim. And he was like, no, no, he's like, you know, I did it as a novelty thing with my nephew for Christmas and blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. I'm done. What are you going to do when you get the yep. set? I'm done. No, then he's going to have the next set. Well, see, that's the thing. Because the Pokemon company, I'm sure, has realized, oh, fuck. Okay, this 151 set was really popular with uh, the millennials. And, you know, they have adult money and whatever. So they're going to find a way to make another set that I don't even know what it is yet. But they'll make another set that I'll want for some reason. And then I'll be back in. They'll, just when I think I'm out, they'll drag me back in, you know? Dude, I'm fully in on the, what's it called? Um, like, I buy a full booster box of the Final Fantasy card game that they do, that they have. Um, I'm about 15 booster boxes in now. <laughs> and it's not even, like, my wife and me play, because it is fun. But, like, you know what I just really like? I just, I like seeing them all in a binder. And the cool thing with the Final Fantasy trading card game, and I don't know if they do this with Pokemon now, and I think they do, but every card has a hollow. Like, you don't always get it, but every from like the most common card yeah. up to the rarest one. Uh -huh. And it's, you know how nice they look in the binder when you have like a sheet of all hollows of like. So that's so the nice. other, that's the other question though. Is am I going? Hollows? Am I going for the standard set, which is like 207 cards or whatever? Or are you looking for the master set where it's all 207 plus every variant of every other card? So of your common cards, there's the regular card, but then there's a hollow version. And in some cases, there's a reverse hollow as well. So in some cases, like the common cards, there's like three different variants of it. Yeah, they do that for Final Fantasy as well. So like you'll have the card. And then you'll have like the rare card and then you'll have it hollow and then you have it as full art and then you have it as uh -huh. full art hollow. Uh -huh. And then there's some that are like full art, but like, say if you have a character like, I don't know, like Kane, who's a dragoon in Final Fantasy and he's doing like the art on the card is like his jump attack, the air or like the illustration of what the air swoosh would look like, that part is hollow while the rest is just full mm. art. So like, it's really cool. Yeah, they um, kiddo and I only collect the hollows and reverse hollows, but it does look good in a binder. It, it yep. looks so. I like. I sometimes I just open it. And I just look at them because I'm yeah. just like these look awesome all together like this. I'm so happy. Yeah, so I have a couple more cards on. Actually, I have like five more cards on an order today. <laughs> I got a Tangela illustration rare, a Poliwhirl illustration rare. Anyways, whatever. There's a whole bunch of cards that I have coming to me as well. I'm down to like, I don't know, 20 more cards or so that I need to finish the set. And of course, those are all like $20 card, $40 <laughs> card, $100 card. It's like, fuck's sake. So I don't know. We'll see. Like, 
I yeah, I got the notification today that the Charizard was in stock, and then I click on it. It's like one hundred and seventy dollars. I'm like, no, you know what? I'm gonna hold on that one, <laughs> and maybe I'll you know cave and buy more packs one day, and I'll I'll rip one myself. So we'll we'll yeah. see. See, but does that take away from the fun? Like buying the like I'm full in on buying the individual cards because like I buy the full booster box and I get most of the cards. I maybe miss one or two to complete a set, or if I yeah. To, maybe three but, but like I, i'm, I'm, I'm into my fun? fourth booster box at this point okay <laughs> of like the same and, set yeah pokemon the chase cards are incredibly hard to get there are so many of them too oh my god like charizard on its own like there's a regular standard charizard ex and then there's an alternate art full art charizard and then there's a special illustration charizard so it's fucking three charizards to begin with and all of them are hard to get so, so I, I have a question how pissed off would you guys be if I just bought a random booster pack and I got that card in it? I wouldn't be pissed off. I'd be happy for you. Uh, yeah, exactly. You can go sell that for hundred bucks. Yeah, I'd sell it to you for one fifty. <laughs> I might buy it. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe it's worth your investment. You know? <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I also this past weekend. I'll make this quick. I finally finished Alan Wake two. And let me tell you, overrated. Hundred percent. Like I don't, I don't get it. I don't. I don't like. I I wanted to play through it because like it's game of the year nomination and all this. And to to me, Spider Man Two still my game of the year. Uh, not even close. Now I didn't play Baldur's Gate Three, so I know like a lot of people made that their game of the year. Zelda didn't do it for me. Spider Man's my game of the year by far. Uh, so without Alan Wake out of the way, I'm now on Super Mario Wonder. So I've played Ooh. like the first world of Wonder, and it's fun as shit as I expected it to be. Um, do I think it'll pass Spider-Man in my eyes? The best game of last year? No, but it is awesome. Like I would put, I'm already like one world in. I'm already putting it above Alan Wake. Alan Wake, holy fuck. Okay, look, fun at times. Okay, but there were so many game-breaking bugs. It was fucking infuriating where it got to a point where I just, anytime I saw a menu to pop, like if you go up to an interactive item, it'll like, pull your screen into uh to read the item or whatever or you open a suitcase and you go into like to pull items out of the suitcase and to get out of that you have to press b to back out b doesn't work so you have to if you accidentally like look at an item or open a briefcase you have to quit the game restart it and go all the way back to your last save file and like it doesn't auto save like a modern fucking game should so it only saves at certain checkpoint areas and the checkpoint areas are nowhere near where these things are. So sometimes it sets me back like 20, 30, 40 minutes if I accidentally opened a suitcase and it consistently happened through the yeah, entire yeah. fucking game. So I don't understand how that got through, how other people didn't have that same problem. I haven't heard other people having it. Anyways, not game of the year. It was okay. Solid seven and a half out of 10. Hmm. The other thing this weekend um fuck we should talk about this for before before we move on to nhl all-star weekend one more thing we have to talk about james maddie pl please feel free to chime in but i know wrestling is sometimes not your thing that's okay the, this playstation state of plays on and they're showing the new final fantasy 7 state of play is on right now oh they that's right they had a final fantasy state of play I, because they yeah. did a state of play earlier last week okay i'm following cody rhodes wins royal rumble and then on this past episode of SmackDown on Friday, he seemingly stepped aside and said, 
Roman Reigns, I want your belt and I want to take everything away from you, but I'm not going to do it at WrestleMania. This guy is going to wrestle you. He didn't necessarily say that, but he's like, I, I talked to a lot of people and they advised me to do something else. And anyways, this guy I talked to. And then out comes The Rock. And they do a stare down with The Rock and Roman Reigns. And then the internet wrestling community, you could hear the screeching coming from uh, parents' basements all over the world. You could hear the reverberation of hair follicles on necks rubbing up against each other as they bellow in uh, anger and despair. They were not happy with that, the fact The Rock is taking Cody's place. Because, James, Maddie, Cody's got to finish the story. He's got to finish the story. You don't know what the fucking story is, okay? No one knows what the fucking story is! (laughs) That's what I'm trying to say. Nobody knows what the story is. So I don't want to hear it anymore. You didn't write it, okay? Like, who cares? It's, it's, the dude's the biggest star on the planet. I don't care. You can be the, like, Cody Rhodes has 36 million followers. He has 800 million followers. Like, it's just, it's a different stratosphere. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity to do a match that makes sense on a different level. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's, and and the way they're playing it, like, we still don't know what's going to happen. Like Cody said, just trust him on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Okay, X or whatever yep. the fuck it's called. He didn't outright say he was challenging Seth on Monday. Like there's no, there, like we don't know, like you said, what the story is, number one. Number two, I love the fact that he said he wants to take everything from Roman. And I will point out, there's one thing he cannot take from Roman that he's going to need somebody else to take. The head of the table. Head of the table, tribal chief. Only That's someone it. in that tribe can take it. Correct. So look, there's, I have a number of ways this can play out, but what I find hilarious is like the main crux of everyone's argument is like, well, why did Cody win the rumble? What was the point? It's like, because the realize, rock wasn't going to win the rumble. Well, also we realize that they have had these two world championship nonsense for many years now. It wasn't there around, wasn't around last year, but like there was many years from like 2003 to like, I don't know, fucking 2013 or whatever. It's like a 10 year period where they had a world heavyweight championship and a WWE championship. The winner of the Royal Rumble always picked one. We understand this concept, right? There has been times where someone has picked only one and no one ever said, well, what the fuck? How come they didn't pick that guy? No one's ever been this upset about it. Like, if he just came out and said, I'm going to wrestle Seth Rollins, what's the problem? Like, what's the difference? Like, he just yeah. he picks one. That's it. He just picks one. And I, he hasn't picked some one weird, yet. There's some weird mystical thing with Ro- like I guess that they want him to be the one to dethrone Rollins. And he still might. Like, chill the fuck out. So here's the thing. Here's, here's why I think it, it, he shouldn't wrestle Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Because I think to them... It's more important for, by them, I mean WWE, pronouns, pal. I think to WWE, rather Triple H or whomever, I think it's more important to them to have Roman Reigns beat Hulk Hogan's reign, which is all stupid anyways, because it's all made up and imaginary and the belts don't matter. And like, it's all just arbitrary bullshit, right? But like, if that's the the narrative they're trying to tell is that Roman Reigns is the longest reigning champion since Hulk Hogan, now he's going to beat Hulk Hogan's reign. And again, even though if there's asterisks there, whatever. Then 
if you have Cody Rhodes wrestle Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, guess what? Superman punch. Spear. Over. <laughs> He's going to lose. Yeah. So do you want Cody to lose at WrestleMania? Or do you want Cody to win the world title at WrestleMania? Which would you rather have? Which is like they said, then why have him win? But like, what are your other options? Like, they they, they were like, Punk was the other option. And they, he got dicked. Well, out. no, but like, if he doesn't. So, okay. So the other option is that The Rock wins the Rumble. Yeah. That's the and only you're other gonna option. You're going to be just as mad. You're going to be just as mad. They would shit all over that. If The Rock came out at 30 and eliminated Cody Rhodes or whatever. Now, obviously, you would eliminate Cody before that. Like, Drew probably would throw him out or something, right? Or Gunther or whatever. But it would be the same reaction. So here's... Okay, I'm going to lay these, this out for you. Here's a few possible scenarios of what can still happen. Option one. Cody beats Rollins night one. Rock loses to Roman night two. So Cody's world champion. Roman's still WWE universal heavyweight global whatever the fuck added an extra word in here championship hold that until i don't care do survivor series book survivor series in the georgia dome and have cody win the belt there sell eighty thousand tickets for cody to beat roman reigns after roman reigns passes hulk hogan cody wins the title in his hometown big stadium show bigger stadium than it's going to be in in philadelphia where it's going to be you know, 10 degrees and everyone freezing their asses off, snowing in fucking Philadelphia in April. Or you do it in the Dome in Atlanta. Done and done. Or maybe, you know, WWE every single December. Where do they go? Madison Square Garden. Every single Christmas, they're in the garden. The belt was allegedly taken from his father in the garden. Cody wins the title in the garden. The only way for that to happen, for us to get there, Cody can't wrestle Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Option two. There's that press conference happening on Thursday. It's going to be The Rock and Roman Reigns, Las Vegas. Hopefully they announce WrestleMania 41 in Las Vegas. That would be fucking awesome. I, I would I'd definitely go to that one. Well, um, funds pending. What if there's some sort of chicanery? Roman goes out there, he signs the contract. All right, I'm going to wrestle The Rock. Not realizing he just signed a contract to wrestle Cody Rhodes on the Saturday night. So Roman, it gets tricked because Cody's saying, like, I'm going to take everything from you. You know, like, I'm yeah, going to, I'm going to. Maybe he beats him in Perth. Maybe it's a, a yeah, maybe it's a title match for, in Australia. Maybe, yeah, maybe they do night one Cody versus Roman and then night two Roman versus The Rock. I don't know. But there's a lot of ways this can still yeah, go. Yeah, there's just so many. There's no reason to get everyone's panties in a bunch. No reason to get all upset about it. Start screaming and yelling. Crazy. Making fucking death threats to The Rock's daughter. Yeah, she had to deactivate her Twitter. Deactivate her Twitter. She's a fucking character on a show, guys. She's a character on a show. Imagine. Imagine being so upset. Actually, this happened to The Last of Us. Remember when uh, Laura Bailey got death threats for playing Abby? Yeah, still real to them, damn it. A fucking actor, guys. Like, let's let's uh, let's pump the brakes. All right, we're gonna pump the brakes on all this. We need to talk about wild card or wild card. We're gonna talk about all star weekend in the NHL, bro. You're because, going through it today, eh? Yeah, <laughs> there is a number of things out of this weekend because I think, for better or worse, there's a lot to talk about this weekend for the all star weekend. I heard a lot of people saying that was way better than last year. 
in terms of the skills competition, and a lot of people said that was far more entertaining than it was last year, even though uh, some guys didn't want to be there, like uh, Kucherov. But for the guys who did want to be there and the guys who were participating, supposedly a lot of fun. Awesome. Then the actual All-Star game, it was fine, whatever. But what I will say, maybe some things that they could do better for next year. Actually, there won't be one next year or the year after. It's going to be a while until they have another one. But some of the things I think they did right was the celebrity involvement. Because do I care about Michael Buble? No. But there is a group of people who are not hockey fans who care about Michael Buble. Now, however, if you're going to give me a television show with Michael Buble on shrooms all the time, <laughs> I might watch that. So there was also that. that was very funny coming out from this weekend. I don't think he was actually on shrooms, sir. No. Uh, he said after that uh, he was just like messing around. But again, that could easily be like someone got to him and been like, hey, <laughs> yeah, tell people you're just fucking around. Exactly. And then I saw a lot of TikToks of young girls saying, what is going on? What is Tate McRae doing here? Justin Bieber performed for the first time in a year and a half? Yo, hockey's for the girls now, y'all. And like they were dead serious about that. They like they couldn't believe that like this is being targeted towards them. Because again, this isn't about us. We're going to watch hockey regardless. It's about bringing in people who don't give a shit about hockey to watch this. And Justin Bieber, <clears throat> I don't give a fuck about Justin Bieber, but he's a big star. And he has obviously a connection with the Maple Leafs. It made perfect sense for him to be there. My only criticism. If you say anything about the jacket, so help me God, that beard is going to get smacked off. No, I don't care about his jacket. Where the fuck he wants, I don't care. Okay, good. That was my whole thing. But anyway, go on. Yeah, like, I don't understand what people ripping on the jacket for. Like, who gives a fuck? He's a celebrity. Like, I don't worry what the fuck he wants. Yeah. It's cold in there. This has been one of my biggest problems about the NHL for a long time. And I was hoping the celebrity involvement would help. And it it did slightly for some of them. Like, Buble was good. But man, someone in that fucking league needs charisma. Some riz, as the kids would say, you know, like they all are just a fucking bowl of milk, just bland bullshit. Like, okay, I get it that you're like, it's beaten into you as a kid of like how to do an interview and like, hey, we're just going to take it, uh, you know, one shift at a time and we're going to, you know, work hard out there and get the pucks in deep and, you know, we're going to go to work for my, my, my teammates out there. Like, okay, fine. I get it. Like you're trying to like not say anything stupid and you're whatever. But this is the all-star game. You're allowed to have some fun. You're allowed to show some personality. And I was hoping that's what some of the celebrities would do. But fuck, Tate McRae was just as dull as the other ones. I'm like, okay, well, (laughs) this isn't helping. I get that she's there to perform. But like, can we find a perfect balance here somewhere of like a celebrity is going to bring in a younger audience, but also that same celebrity has a bit of fucking charisma. And then they can handle all of the interactions for the team. Like when they were drafting the teams on, was it Friday night or whatever it was? It would have been nice to like, don't don't even fucking put a microphone in front of Mitch Marner. I don't even give a fuck what that guy has to say. Just let the characters be entertaining and then have like some back and forth with them. Like that, would, I think, would add a bit more to this whole presentation. Anyways, I mean, I'll stop talking about it. What did you guys think about it? I mean, the, the skills competition was 10 times better. But the, the problem, my, my main problem with the skills competition, number one, was the the entertainment choices. Those fucking bands were the most depressing dull fucking music like this is supposed to be a celebration weekend and they got some guy singing about losing his job and oxycontin he's like 800 pounds like (laughs) okay man like fuck 
like you you know um i like the events i wish i wish the events looked better do you know what i mean like aesthetically they just didn't look as pleasing as i think they could have and i know it's difficult i do but i think they got to find a way to make it look a little more interesting other than like peewee hockey practice you know what i mean you know Um, what they do bring down the lights a little bit it doesn't have to be fucking full-on fluorescent lights throughout the whole thing the nba for the dunk contest dims the lights a little bit for different events they dim the lights a little bit you know we'll talk about it we'll talk about a a bit later the nba is doing the the nba is doing the led courts coming up we'll talk about that later but yeah but like think about all the and like like I'll be biased in some of like, but like you have some 41 who's like on their last legs. You can't find a way to involve them. You know what I mean? You can't find a way to fucking, I would have taken blue rodeo over some of these fucking dudes. Like these guys were, these guys were terrible. There was no energy from them. You know what I mean? And it's just kind of like, like, okay. Like, like it just put me to bed. It was depressing. Like these guys are playing these guys out and it's like, okay. I don't know. It was, you know what just, it it was a weird maybe, choice, man. It made me change the channel until they were done. Right? Yeah. Like, I fully was like, all right, these guys are doing this. Uh, change it, and then I'll I'll come back. Are they still going? Okay, change it back to whatever I was doing. Are they done? Okay, now I'll watch. And I think they're on the right path in some of these uh, drills and exercises and, and events. They're not quite there yet. Like, the passing one was definitely improved over years previous. But it just again, it looked, it looked cheap. Like there's a they, they got to figure out a way to do it. Like the, it would be nice if the fucking box lit up when they hit it, you know, or something. That that didn't happen. So there's you know what I mean. Like there's ways to do this, and I don't know. Like I wouldn't know what to do unless or even what's possible unless I'm in sitting in one of those like war rooms. Like what can we do? But yeah, that's like I think they're on the path. You know, I would say they're there. It was significantly better than years previous but like maybe like 30 percent of its potential yeah i i i do think that some of the changes for the skills were good i do like how they still have the ones that are the shit people genuinely care about the fastest skater and the hardest shot um but yeah what it feels like is almost junior hockey-ish a little bit just in terms of aesthetic. Um, And I think what they need to do is, and I know the NHL is probably more conscious about, um, I guess, spending than other leagues because in terms of the big four, they do bring in the least revenue. They might be ahead of baseball now because I know baseball is taking a huge dip. But um, I'm thinking they need to just do something where it doesn't just look like a bunch of dudes on a white surface with fluorescent lighting and you're trying to make it look good because the, for the handling portion, those, I guess, led pucks that they were stick handling around against the white ice with the fluorescent lighting, it looked rough because you're looking at these things and it's just all bright, bright, bright. Just even shit like that takes me out of it. Like me personally. Um, or just like when they, and when they had to do like the toe drag, it was just like these two, two sticks. Like, Come up with something different. Like, put a standee of a defenseman or something. Like, of like a of a like oh, put be, like Scott Stevens standee or something. Like, just something it'd fun. Be hilarious. Yeah. Right? Like, just lean, really lean into the fun. Yeah. Right. 
lean into the fun aspect of it, right? Or um, have like a player dressed up goofy or something like that standing there like waving a stick and you got to do something, right? Like just ask them, you know, don't try and break someone's ankle, but you know what I mean? I just think that they could hype it up a little more. And especially when you have people like Justin Bieber there, who is a massive star, which as a side note, I think it's really cool that he took the warm up in the game and and he's sitting there saying, this is like one of the best days of my life. This is a dream come true. Just like fully, I guess, candid in that moment, because that's a dream. I think any of us who watch hockey or played hockey or like as a sports fan would have to millions. And he's like, this is a dream come true. (laughs) Right. Like this dude is a platinum selling artist, legions of fans. And he's just like, nah, man, this is like the, one of the best days of my life. Like that's, it's cool to see that. Um, and it kind of brings me to like the whole thing with, you know, including football when it comes to this with people bitching about the whole Justin Bieber being like, I don't want him in my hockey. Just give me my hockey or people football being like Taylor Swift. And, you know, I don't want her part of my football. Like, bruh, if it brings more fans and more to the party, the more the merrier, man. Like who the fuck cares? Like who's gatekeeping sports from people in that way? It gets the dumbest fucking thing to me. Like gatekeeping any fandom is one of my biggest pet peeves. Like Uh any fandom in general, because me, I'm a massive anime fan, as I think we all know, because, you know, I talk about it and I post about it a lot. Um, And that's one of the worst, right? Where you have to watch it like this. You have to consume it like this, or you don't really know. So what you can't fucking talk about it. Like I, it drives me nuts. And to see that people were just, shitting on some of these like celebrities being like why is this person here i don't know it bothered me well something i think oh actually before i move on to the next topic i did go to the nhl fan fest which honestly it was my friends were going they're like hey do you want to come i'm like eh, it's fine there's some fun <laughs> shit there and you know it, it actually it was pretty fun um it was a lot of it felt like mm, you guys are just trying to sell things to me it's like a lot of the sponsors stuff like just giving out like samples and shit I'm like okay did you get the oreos and the cheetos i did get the cheetos um i didn't wait in line for it though like so there's like a line to get to play a claw game and then at the end of the claw game you go walk to the desk and grab a cheeto i just went to the exit and grabbed the cheetos and walked out i didn't want to play mm-hmm. the claw game my friend uh did play the claw game and they won a orange roll of tape hockey tape I'm like wow Cool. So glad you guys stood in line for 30 minutes for that. That's, that's cool. awesome. I, I went to the food court and got a icy and walked around the rest of the mm-hmm. <laughs> exhibits while you guys were staying in line for 30 fucking minutes doing that. But anyway, they had fun. So whatever. Mm, I see. We did get to take a picture with the Stanley Cup, which was nice, which the is real? the actual Stanley Cup. I was going to say, is it the real one or the replica that usually sits in front of the Hall of Fame? Right. So not the Hall of Fame Stanley Cup. This is the legitimate Stanley Cup. And interesting fact. And I'll I'll throw this at you guys. Do you know what 2030 is? It is the 100 year anniversary. Of, no, because the cup's way older than that. They're gonna have to add a new, a whole band. new thing to it. Correct. They act add a new band in 2030. Or don't don't they, they don't they take off one and put sure a, new, a new one on? Yep. So that all oh, I know what this is. 
That means this is going to be the last one the Leafs were on. So the Leafs have until 2030, until they are wiped from Stanley Cup. Because, yeah, of course, as we all know, the last time the Maple Leafs won a Stanley Cup was in 1967. And that is the next band that is going to be replaced. I don't remember the exact year range, but 67 is within the range of the next time they do an update. So the Leafs have six years to win a Stanley Cup. It's not happening. But you know what? Man, it just it just feels so Maple Leafs, you know? Like that is going to be another thing added to the lore of being a Toronto Maple Leafs fan is y'all aren't, aren't even on the cup anymore. You guys got cups? Let me see. Show me the Stanley Cup. Bring it over here. Bring it show over. me where your name is. Point out. Show me where it is. Show me where it says Toronto Maple Leafs on this fucking trophy. No, I don't see it. Yeah. yeah. It's depressing. Could you imagine they do it in that year? That they take the band off and the next one that goes on is a fresh one with the new team. Like that'd be so poetic. Well, I hope it's going to be a lot sooner than that. Well, me too, but I'm just, you know what I mean? Like the poetry of it. It's like, it would be a heritage moment. It'd be a CBC uh, four-part miniseries <laughs> with some bootleg Canadian actor playing Austin Matthews. Paul That's, Gross. Yeah. Paul Gross plays Sheldon Keefe. <laughs> hey, I'm all for that. That looks like a lot of fun. Um, you know what? If they do make a movie out of that, I bet there might be some prints available at some point for that Toronto Maple Leafs movie. Because this episode is brought to you by Now Your Treasures. Now Your Treasures are purveyors of licensed fine art prints for movies, comics, TV, and video games. And just to give you an idea of what I'm talking about here, I'm on the website right now. There is in stock right now, Back to the Future 2. There are some awesome looking Batman animated series ones. I don't know if you guys saw this. I've seen those, some of them in person uh, at Fan Expo. So nice. It looks so cool. And then there's a couple new rogue one ones as well rogue one of course the best star wars movie ever made written by of course gary witta so shout out gary witta uh but i'm not joking about that i think rogue one probably is the best uh, star wars movie of all time but that's my opinion uh these prints are sourced from the gallery sourced from galleries in the u.s and uk which include galleries from all over the world if you visit now your treasures on instagram and send a dm 43.6 you'll receive 43 percent off any order that can also include this wonderful new rogue one print available right now all orders are shipped with tracking and complimentary insurance view the entire ever-expanding inventory the one i'm looking at right now at nowyourtreasures.ca or.com that's n-o-w-y-o-u-r-t-r-e-a-s-u-r-e-s dot c-a or.com and remember go to now your treasures on instagram send a dm 43.6 to receive 43 percent off any order this um nhl all-star weekend also included a number of announcements as well. And one of the announcements that came out, well, I mean, both announcements were kind of international related, but more specifically, the first announcement was that the NHL is going to be doing an international tournament next year in place of the All-Star Game. And it's going to feature four. <laughs> four countries. And, of course, those four countries is Canada, the United States, Finland, and Sweden, I believe. Mm -hmm. Interesting point. I, and I think it is a great illustration of how badly the NFL has fumbled this. Let's ignore the fact that there's four teams, because obviously it's stupid. But this is the first time in his professional career 
Connor McDavid is going to represent Canada. The last time he represented Team Canada was in the World Juniors. Okay. He's 20, 27 years old as a professional, has never represented his country. 27 years old. Oh, the last time me- they were in the Olympics was in Sochi in 2014. You threw me off because oh. you said how bad the NFL fumbled this, and I know. Did I say NFL? Like, My bad. Yeah, I'm 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 too used like, to NFL fumbling things. NHL fumbling this. Sorry. Anyways, the point <laughs> is, Connor McDavid, as a 27 year old, is the first time he's representing his country because the NHL has been out of the Olympics since 2014, and the only reason, honestly, they went to 2014 is because Alex Ovechkin said, "I'm fucking going, whether you like it or not." So there's. Yeah. How many guys in this league, not just Connor, but you think of like Sidney Crosby, the golden goal in 2010, how much more he should have on his resume, but he doesn't because the NHL has never got their shit together. I was pissed because they were so close to going to Korea and I was there and it was like three weeks before the tournament. They were like, nope, NHL is not going. And the jank that ends up in these tournaments (laughs) <laughs> on those teams where the NHL wasn't there. Oh, it yeah. was rough. Like, I tried to enjoy it as much as possible, but man, it's... It's Spangler tough. Cup levels of... Hockey. I was just going to say it. Yeah. Minus all no, the ads on the jerseys. And I guess so, it's all kind of tied to the same conversation. In addition to the Four Nations face-off that's going to happen next year. In 2026, they're back. Milan. NHL's Back in the Olympics, 2026, in, sorry, Milan, Italy, was that right? Yep. Well, that's here's the thing. If their stadium isn't up to par, the NHL said they'll do it in turn. Like, the players oh. will be playing hockey out of turn, which is an oh, hour great. 55 minutes away. Back to the 2006 Olympics. That worked out real well for Canada, didn't it? Well, there's reasons beyond the ice. It was. It was the selection of old players trying to play on international ice, and that's what taught them not to do that. Um, yeah, like, I mean, the Four Nations thing I get. There, with the current climate with Russia, you can't have them there. So if you're not going to have Russia, then... Well, okay, but here's the thing. So Leon Dreisaitl... It's right, but okay. So you have two German players in the league. Like they would get dummied by everyone else. Why have them there? Well, no. But my point about Russia is that like the players are in the league, though. Right, but they're in the league as just individuals, right? Like you don't want to promote the country specifically. Do you know what I mean? Because no, I like, get it. I, yeah. yeah. So like I I get it, and also to think of it like this throw getting a tournament like this together over all-star weekend similar to like a memorial cup or instead of the all-star similar to like the memorial cup like i'm okay with it because of one how quickly they probably have to put that together saying like how do we have some kind of international tournament in place of the all-stars that is not taking up too much time that we can get off the ground relatively quickly and you know, because like even Czech players are going to get left off. Guys like David so, Pasternak not going to be playing. So here, here here's my a, here's uh, here's my ahead. suggestion. Instead, they should have made it five teams, round robin. Okay, hear me out. First place the team, team that gets, gets a is not is relegated, and the winner in the world championships elects or like the highest ranking other team in the world goes and gets the spot. This is an NHL event, not an I double IHF event. 
Can't do it. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? That's my <laughs> thing. Well, it's two different governing bodies. Just give them a the universal championship. Sure, the NHL is going to the international. That like so that's what I'm saying. There's got you can have an agreement. Who no, but fuck? like it's some something of that level though. Like you can't. You can't have only five teams out of however many comparatively that would go to the world championships or the Olympics and then say, well, you're getting relegated when other countries would be like, uh, it happens in it literally happens in soccer all the time. I just say, no, I'm good. I'm not going to play. I'll just okay. take my chances in the Olympics. Why would I play in this fucking tournament? Yeah. Right. Okay. But then so, that, that should be for everybody. What? Hmm. What do you mean? Like, what do you mean? I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to play this tournament. Okay. Let's say, okay, you take the four teams we're talking about. So Canada, USA, uh, Sweden, and Finland. Yeah. And then say your fifth team is Switzerland. Okay. And then they play this tournament and Switzerland loses and they get relegated. Yeah. Why would they just say, fuck your stupid tournament? I'll just go play in the Olympics anyways. Like if I don't play in your tournament to be eliminated, I'm just not going to play in your tournament and go play in the Olympics. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it's just another he's platform he's saying- for your country not to be involved. No, because the the point is the Olympics are a bigger stage than this four nations tournament or five nations yes. tournament by your proposition. So why would a team like Switzerland, knowing that they're not going to win it against those four teams, uh-huh. go and end up getting relegated and lose out on the Olympics? Why no, I'm not saying it's out of the Olympics. I'm saying they're relegated out of like that thing. Like they don't automatically oh, okay. come back next year. Oh, I thought well, you meant relegated from like not appearing in the Olympics. I was like, what no, the fuck? Oh, why am I, I mean, you said world stupid, championships. The stupid like in season tournament. Like a new team okay. gets wins their way through international okay. rankings but into a spot. You need time to get those rules in place where this is easy to just say, hey, we're going to take the top four nations of hockey. We're going to have a tournament to get some international eyes on it to get some traction internationally for hockey to promote the comeback of the best players in the world for the Olympics. It just so seems you're weird that, an- that it's the four countries that don't need it. Right. Like, but the, the, it's not that the, it's not about the four countries that don't need it, but it's the four countries that arguably have the biggest fan bases to get eyes right. on so this who, tournament. So, right. So then my question is, who's this for? So that's what I'm, yeah. What I'm getting at here is like, I, we've all kind of said it in different ways of like, this stupid tournament or this four team tournament or whatever. I don't get what this is. Cause like if they had come out and said, Hey, we can't find an agreement with the double IHF. We're not going back to the Olympics, but instead we're going to have our own tournament, much like the day with the world cup of hockey a couple times. Right. We're doing like we, like the NHL is agreement is in agreement to do a tournament in the Olympics a year later. <laughs> like, why are you even doing this? Like, why don't you just have a regular All-Star game next year and then go to the Olympics in 2026? Like, if we want to make the Olympics matter, why are you doing another international tournament the year before it? Who asked for this? I just, I I think, I think what it is, is it's drumming up excitement for the Olympics. But what do you think? I feel like it's not helping, though, because absence grows the heart fonder. Like, people are going to be. That's Adrian. that's a, that's a thing. Yeah. Like, it, how can I miss you if you won't go away? Right. No, like, I, I'm aware. It's just you said it in a different way than I'm used to hearing. My so thing is, what does off. the NHL care about the success of the Olympics? They don't, unless right. I mean, unless there's a financial partnership. No, they 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 do in the sense of it's growing the game, right? Because you get more eyes from different countries outside of your standard. Hundred percent. But the, this doesn't. This what I mean. This doesn't. I don't think this grows the game. Like I don't. You know, fucking. 
he's selling chocolate cake to a fat guy isn't growing your chocolate cakes. Like that guy was gonna buy the cake anyway. Like I, it seem it just seems so weird. It seems like oh look at me. It almost like they want to do it first. Hey, we want to get ours in first, and then you can have the Olympics, right? Like that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, it's a little strange. Like they get but, a chance. Uh, like if you think about it, they get a chance to showcase matthews mcdavid first internationally ahead of the olympics that's what it sounds i wonder like if that's me. it i wonder if that's exactly what it is <laughs> it probably is think yeah. about think about yeah. the like i can't think of another logical reason i don't know I, I i i don't hate on it as much as you guys do i mean i'm just excited to have some form of best on best especially when it's these four countries but that, you're proving the point i think that's exactly it they want they want you to be excited to see Connor McDavid and Austin Matthews on international, right? Which is fine, but again, though, like I mean, whether whether I get that from the NHL or get that from the Olympics, I don't care. I just want it, right? Do you know what I mean? They're, like they're going to get, get they're going to get those viewers first, and I think that's what they want. Which so. okay, so I mean, so all right. My so. my big thing my big thing is is what's sad is that there's some players for Canada that won't that will play in this that potentially can't play in the Olympics. The guy like Kale McCarr, who won't be allowed as of today, can't play in the Olympics. Why? Because he's part of that 2018 junior team, which has been sanctioned for all international hockey events. That's the entire team. The, the entire team uh, pending an appeal process for each player. So good segue. You're welcome. And I think by the time we get to the Olympics two years from now, We'll probably have some sort of resolution of this whole investigation, which obviously has been fumbled. Like the fact that it's taken six years for anything to happen. Like obviously it takes time for the victim to come forward and whatever. But the London police had a press conference, I think it was yesterday, and they were talking about this and they were getting hounded of everyone. Like, so why did it take this long to get charges? And what's different about this investigation versus the last investigation? And regardless, the update on the story... Uh, sorry, I was gonna say you're you're right. I just think it has a lot to do with probably previous people in place that have since been removed and new people in. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's a fair assumption. Obviously, the London police could not comment because they're like, well, it's an ongoing investigation. I can't talk about the evidence of the cases and what we had then versus what we have now, et cetera, et cetera. So obviously, all this is going to play out because we can confirm now that Carter Hart, Dylan Dubé, Calfoot, Michael McLeod. Um, have all been charged now in a in including uh, Alex Formanton as well, who was charged. We had that update as of last week, so we knew that already going in. But now we know all five have been charged. But Cloud, for whatever reason, has two counts of seemingly the exact same thing. That sounds like uh, a case of being a black person, but in this case, he's not black, so I don't know. No, um, it's um, but he was the one that was uh, consensual, and then I think he facilitated the rest. So it's well. Or the accusation. But what I mean is, right, but what I mean is, like, based on reading what the counts are, it's not immediately clear what that means. So, right. anyways, we're not lawyers. It'll, it'll sort itself out in court, I'm sure. Or there'll be a settlement. I imagine there's going to be a settlement. I can't see this going to court, but maybe it will. I don't fucking know. To court. I think it does, too. I mean, I guess because... now there's criminal charges. It probably does have to go. I don't know. You know, again, not a lawyer. <laughs> not exactly well, sure for... how it's going to go. We'll know more on the 30th. Um, because there's a hearing on April 30th, uh, is the next kind of step in this whole process. I know that, uh, from what I read and saw is that 
there's either a judge or a jury potential, and it's up to the defendants on which they choose to go. The problem is, is if four out of the five want this to go to a judge, if one of them wants a jury trial, they're all in on it. Like they, none the other four don't have a choice. Now, given, given everything that's gone on, like to me, if this does go to like a jury trial, I, I just think given the whole nature of this with this country's divisive current state on how hockey players are treated here. Yeah. It's well, it's tough because some are going to be like, Oh, they're too privileged. They need to learn where others are like, Oh my God, they're just boys being boys. Like this girl did this or whatever. Like, let them go, let them play hockey. Right. Like this is so so messy. The London chief of police. And I forgot his name. I wish I still had it here, but it doesn't matter. He made it very clear. I'm not a hockey fan. I don't give a fuck about hockey. You can say fuck, but like he said, I don't care about hockey. I'm not a hockey guy. This is a criminal case. Like it's a criminal sexual assault case. Tie true. Yeah. And I feel like I saw some people being like, oh, well, she was fine taking the money. Like, and oh, she signed an NDA. Like, no, a couple, like NDA has nothing to do with a criminal charge. It's the same with WWE and Vince, right? Like Mm -hmm. NDA is removed from the criminal aspect of things. It's not worth the paper it's printed on. Yeah. The law operates outside of NDA. Right. The other thing is, listen, you're, if you're the alleged victim and they're like, I'm going to give you $3 million. You're going to go, yes. Um, then, you know, that might feel good day one, but day two, day three, day four, the more you start thinking and having to relive this, like that money doesn't help. Right. And seeing these dudes go on, be successful and on TV, like this is different than just some faceless dude in a corporation who sexually assaults you never see him again. Like, but don't even get me if, wrong, even if it was the, like right. your, your brain process, <laughs> like the money doesn't make your brain process things differently. So that's all I want to say about that. Like they're entitled to, uh, just, to take the money and then still not feel good about what happened after. Quick fact checking on myself here. Um, you can settle a criminal case uh, according to, the law office of Michael H. Joseph. What the fuck that is? Thank you, Google. Uh, the vast majority of cases resolved with uh, the vast majority of cases resolved with a plea bargain prior to trial. It is rare that a criminal case goes to trial. Typically, less than ten percent, maybe five percent of cases actually go to trial. So, I let's think keep like that in mind. Misdemeanors and shit. I don't know if it applies here. I, I mean, I, I put in criminal case, so who knows? Yeah. Obviously, with the spotlight on this one. Maybe this is one of the 10% that goes to trial, but we shall see. And I hope it's all settled by the time the 2026 Olympics rolls around. I certainly imagine it would. And certainly for the fact the victims are been waiting six goddamn years for this to come to a head, I would imagine this would be wrapped up pretty quickly. There's another thing that got wrapped up pretty quick that came out of nowhere, seemingly. We were just, you know, rolling through Twitter like a regular day. And then all of a sudden you see a headline that ESPN, Fox and Warner Brothers Discovery have all launched to join sports to join a sports streaming platform together this year. Um, obviously, this doesn't affect us in Canada because we're still under the rule of Rogers and Bell. But for our American listeners, you now have the chance or the potential or the opportunity to have all these sports networks under one streaming service 
that according to some people on Twitter, it's going to cost like $50 a month. <laughs> so it's not going to be cheap. Um, interesting that this is coming out of nowhere, especially because like, I feel like I've, we've, this show in general has been very connected to this topic because of like the WWE network deals that have come up lately, like all the with Raw and SmackDown getting renewed and the Netflix deal and all that. But this kind of came dropped out of nowhere today. And here's the thing though. This is what it reminds me of. And you guys correct me if I'm wrong, but one place for all of these services, all these channels that is, packaged together in one price that you're paying monthly and they're all competing networks. They're not like under the same like corporate umbrella. It sounds like a television package, doesn't it? <laughs> it's cable. like the regression back. Yeah. The regression back to cable is hilarious. Like I had this conversation with my dad and my stepmom like a week ago and we were saying Netflix and all of this shit started because people were sick of cable packages being like, why am I paying for all this shit that I don't want? Why not just get shit on that? I can pick and choose and it's like a minimal fee per month. And then I have all this library of stuff and whatever, but now it's no, ads. Funny thing, no ads. And now it's, it literally, you're going to be paying $20 a month for every streaming service that you have. It's going to total about a hundred and something. You're going to pay more for all these streaming services together that you're going to need to watch everything than cable. Netflix top tier, $25. Disney plus is what? 10, 12. Uh, Prime is 10 now with the ad free. Um, Who am I for Paramount? You get Paramount. That's what? 10. Uh, Crave, what's that? Seven ninety nine, eight. Like, dude, I'm already up to. I'm, I'm getting pretty close to a hundred dollars there. And then don't forget the WWE Network, which of course is going to be built into Netflix, Netflix soon. But currently, it's its own That'll separate raise thing. That price. And then you also have MLB.tv, which honestly is probably the best service out of all of them. Oh, if it wasn't for regional Apple blackouts, TV. Apple TV. Yeah, for the sickos out there, there's also Apple TV. No, that's a, that's a great service. You watch your mouth. <laughs> um but and like yeah by the time you go through it all like that's almost tempting just to go back to cable and be like i'll just buy dvds no the pro the problem is is you know what's gonna happen you're gonna see another massive boon in pirated content oh yeah Arr. Arr. it's gonna happen because yeah. what it's gonna be is is now that these streaming platforms have developed premium content of shows that everyone wants to watch, like all the Game of Thrones shit, all the Marvel shit, you know, um, on Amazon, you have the new Lord of the Rings stuff and Reacher and shit like that. And then, you know, every one of them has their their content that everyone wants, that what's going to happen is, is people are going to be like, why am I paying for all this shit? I'll just download it. Yeah. And it's going to go back to differentiation. Like it actually might harm everybody as opposed right. to, you know, which is weird because like, if you think about how Amazon does it, where you can like have like stack TV and things like, I feel like if someone could just bring everyone up together and say, look for a, for a buck 20 a month, you get all of it. Like, you know what I mean? Or you can pick and choose in the bundle all like certain services, because I think that's, you know, because I do understand the the appeal of convenience, and even from a sports perspective, having it kind of all in one hub is would be kind of interesting. The price, yeah, you're right. The price would probably be astronomical, 
Um, but I mean, does it eliminate the need for a Sunday ticket? Um, you know, MLB, uh, TV for the year, uh, NHL center ice. Like, does it el- eliminate that? That'd be interesting. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Probably probably not. Probably, everything regional blackouts. So, yeah. well, that's the thing is like with NFL, you're probably, they're probably like, Hey, you'll get a feature game per week where it's like, if you have this platform, you know, with what, what you'll probably see is the NFL is looking to get more nights. They'll be like, you know what? We'll also add a Friday night game or a Saturday night game. And that's the one you will get on that platform is that night's but game. But it's tied to these these distributors, right? So who knows? Like, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. It's a very odd thing to release on Tuesday, February 6th. <laughs> yeah, it is a little interesting timing-wise. Um, also, what I find super interesting, and there's a reason for it specifically, the NBA is, I think, starting... Actually, I think it's this year at the All-Star Game. They're going to be doing a LED court. So the LED court, I'm in for a number of reasons. What it can do is going to change the design and colors on the court. Um, It will show live replays and other video content. It'll have real-time game stats like right on the court. Location-based player tracking animations. So I guess like if you remember the Fox days of the NHL where they saw like the red and blue for like the past and whatever, like you can oh. digitally put that on the court for people watching the game live instead of doing it in post-production. Cool. All sorts of other things. But here's, here's, here's the thing that got me thinking, you know, it got my, uh, the Astro part of me thinking, and there's, there's a hint. I feel like this is going to become a normal thing in the NBA in the next couple of years. Everyone's going to have a digital led court. But because just think about the, like how much is going to change, like how much easier it'll be for changing the court over. Look at the Lakers. If they could just have the Staples Center. Now, obviously, the Clippers are moving out. But if they just had a digital court that they can just flip with a switch, say it's a Clippers game versus a Lakers game, mm-hmm. or when the Raptors are going from a Drake night to a normal night or to a throwback purple night or a Huskies night, snap, 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 the court's been changed over. Thousands of dollars saved in changeovers. Mm-hmm. But what I'm thinking there's going to be a team that figures this out and they're going to hack into this court and they're going to make their three point line just a little closer to the basket, maybe an inch closer and the opposing teams, maybe an inch little further out just to throw off their timing. And you're going to have one team just draining threes like motherfuckers. And you're not going to know what happened until there's a big scandal of deflate gate or trash can hitting or whatever. The NBA is going to have their own version of this. And it's going to be LED gate. Nah, what it is, it's not even going to be that. First thing that's going to happen, porn. There's going to be porn. <laughs> Some guy's going to oh. airplay porn. Oh, that would be funny. <laughs> best day. That would be the best day in the history of media. <laughs> Dude, you're, just, you're watching <laughs> some random uh, Thunder and Pelicans game. Over. <laughs> <laughs> just getting massacred. <laughs> yeah. Just, just people getting dummy. Just this huge, like, weird, just... Fucking horse. And like the title comes up and it's like just this horse girl delivers package, gets gangbang, unexpected. (laughs) Similar to oh man, this would be such a great transition, but we have another couple topics to get to. I was gonna say similar to Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake, where you know the titty to the nth degree, you know. Titty gate. But before we get to Super Bowl props, the Blue Jays did a couple things. Well, they've done one thing for sure. But another thing that might be a mistake. The one thing for sure, 
and this happened like immediately after we stopped recording last week's episode. Justin Turner is yeah, uh, welcome. Now Toronto Blue Jay. Look, I like Justin Turner. I was a big fan of Justin Turner. Um, always had him on my MLB uh, the show teams back in the day. Lovely beard, lovely long hair. I don't think he has long hair anymore, but loves hockey. Um, yeah, yeah I mean, hockey guy. All things considered, I like Justin Turner. I just don't know if he's a fit for this team, to be honest. Like he's as a DH, he's, he's fine. He replaces Brandon Belt. That's what it is. Well, no, but Brandon Belt was a left bat. That's my problem. Like you're bringing in another, and he he hits both pitchers fairly well. I, I get it. It's just sometimes it's not just about how well and they hit the opposing. And pitcher. he's got a winning pedigree. It's the Maple Leafs thing, right? They're they're finding pieces to plug in to try and take them over the hump. He's got a winning pedigree. His he said all the right things. Like if you're not so doing whatever. Belt. Sorry. So did Brandon Belt. Nah, Brandon Belt didn't say fuck all. This guy said, you know, you. I'm have saying to, he Brandon Belt has won World Series before. That's all I'm saying. Sure, I'm just saying. Turner's approach so far has already been like, if you're not doing everything you can to win, like playoffs are hard, but like you need to lay it all in the line. And that's what I kind of expect here. So like he's bringing a different, maybe a different attitude than what they've had. And hopefully that pays off. I mean, this guy literally was like, I got COVID, but fuck it. I'm coming out to celebrate. So. Again, I love, I love uh, Justin Turner. I just don't know where he fits in the lineup. But okay, I guess what I'm trying to say is third base. I DH. like Turner. Yeah, third I know. base DH and some first base. I know. I'm just saying I like Turner, but I wish he wasn't the guy. You know what you I mean? mean? Like he wasn't 40. I I wish like they had added a bunch of other pieces, and Turner's like, oh yeah, hell yeah, they got this, this, and this, and they added Justin Turner. Fuck yeah! Not like, oh, they added Justin Turner and IKF. All right, I just. Well. I just I hate the fact that you're banking on players to just be better than they were last year. Yeah, they're running back pretty much the exact same team with the uh, so the, Matt Chapman. You're, you're swapping Matt Chapman for Justin Turner. That's Though, essentially what this team listen, is. Listen, I forgot. I looked up the, Tim Anderson is still a free agent, and I I don't know. To me, I'd still be taking a flyer on Tim Anderson. Tim Anderson's a free agent, is he really? Yeah. Are we Are we sure about that? I'll put this man at second base. Uh, okay. If you say so. I'm just, I'm literally looking up right now. Like, what is Look Tim Anderson's contract details right now? Because I don't remember this being a thing. Um, he has an option for twenty. He's now a free agent. Okay, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Like, if I were the Jays, so I'd be t- looking at that guy all day. Yeah, he is. So yeah, yeah, you're right. He is a free agent. He is thirty years old. He is not represented by a, an agent Scott the Jays don't like. So he's not represented by Scott Boris. So that's always good. Hey, anyway, you know what? Maybe. But as of right now, it looks like the Blue Jays are kind of standing pat with what they have. Uh, they they are fourth in the division. I'm calling it now. Well, that's actually where they're projected to be. Um, I think I saw a projection earlier today. It said Jays will be sixth best team in the league or eighth best team in the league. But fourth in their division and miss the playoffs. I'm like, yeah, that sounds that sounds right. <laughs> That's yeah, that sounds I mean, like exactly be where they'll be. It's gonna be Orioles, Rays, Yankees. Yep. The Red Sox are gonna be garbage. I don't know if that order, like it might be Yankees, Rays, yeah. Orioles, or whatever the case, but yeah. I, I don't think the Jays are projected to be better yeah. than anyone other than the Red Sox. Um, they are also currently in arbitration with Vladimir Guerrero Jr. right now. Yay. Um, which sounds 
like fucking lunacy to me. Uh, Guerrero's looking for 19.9 million and the Jays are looking for 18 and a half. So as arbitration usually goes, I'm sure he's going to get 19, 18.9 or 19 million. Like I'm sure that's the way it's going to be be in that room. Do you guys know what a double play is? Cause you're about to see a lot of them. I don't understand sometimes. And it was worse earlier this week when um, the Miami Marlins took Jazz uh, Chisholm to arbitration and they won. But like you beat a guy who's the face of your franchise and similar to the Blue Jays, face of your franchise in arbitration. Face of MLB by, the show. By just and Jazz also face of MLB the show a couple years ago or was it last year? Whatever it was last year. You're going to take him to court and just beat the shit out of him with your words. <laughs> For hours, just to save yourself a, a couple hundred thousand dollars, and it also happens to be Jazz's birthday. <laughs> like, so <laughs> what riff do you think you're putting on this team and your relationship with them to have to go through this? Like, the Blue Jays, I, I get it; it's a, a bit more money than the three hundred thousand dollars that the Mar- the Marlins saved with Jazz. But what are we talking about here? One million and change. I just have visions of like the players sitting in a chair. They're like, "You fucking suck! All you do is hit into double plays." <laughs> They just like spit in his face. I hope yeah. so. He needs I, to I, know. And I say it like, both English and Spanish, so he really gets it. Oh man. <laughs> I feel like what the Jays are gonna do, they're gonna go up to the judge. I don't think they're the judge or an arbitrator, whatever the fuck, yeah, you know. It's an I, I see a, I see a courtroom and a judge with the robes and the, the fucking this, hair and all that. He fucking sees a few good men. Like, <laughs> the white George Washington hair. And uh, I see Clarence Mason as the lawyer. And you go up there and you're like, Your Honor, exhibit A. And you show them the play in the playoffs where Vladdy got picked off at second base. And, and him Honor? calling for a review with how review. <laughs> <laughs> exhibit B. Yeah. Or not, you don't even say exhibit B. You just so exhibit A, you show that, and you're like, I rest my defense. And you go sit down. Yeah. And the judge is like, you know what? You're right. <laughs> you just bring Rule in the DJ, favor of the Blue Jays. You bring in DJ Collett, he's just like, another one. <laughs> it's just another double play. It's like, <laughs> DJ, another one. That's good. We'll see. Well, I'm sure they'll be wrapped up in the next couple days. And also in the next couple days, we are fast approaching um, a football game on Sunday. The big game. It's a a football game featuring uh, a a team from San Francisco and a team from Kansas City. But no one cares about that. The most important thing about uh, this game that is happening on Sunday is that after the team from Kansas City wins... The question is, is Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey going to get engaged? I think that is the most important question going into Sunday right now. I said yes. I, I also took ten, that bet. I put $10 on yes. I put $5 on yes. I'm not as uh, as risque as all you guys are. And you won on Pierre Engvall last night, so you had some extra cash to put on that. Spoiler alert, that was going to be my uh, shout out this week. Oh, is, sorry. Uh, David sorry. Alter said is, the same uh, thing. He's just like easy money. <laughs> dude, I don't, it's, it's clockwork with that team. It's pretty hilarious, actually. But there are a number of hilarious betting props for the game that is happening on Sunday that, I mean, who gives a fuck about, honestly? Actually, no, before we get to that, who are you guys taking? Uh, the I, team I'm, from Kansas City or the team from San Francisco? I'm taking Kansas City. Like all jokes aside, I'm taking Kansas City strictly for the reason of they're champions. They've been the best team in the league for roughly the past four or five years. Um, 
they know how to get it done. And it feels like Travis Kelsey legitimately has saved his best football for this time of year. Um, and I think until you're dethroned, you have to err on the side of guys of that pedigree. And also, too, I don't have faith in Brock Purdy. You can hand that ball to CMC <laughs> all you want, but man, you're the second you got to start airing that ball up, I you get real nervous real fast. If you're both Sam these Rand. teams have shitty fucking run defenses, so I imagine it's going to be kind of a war of attrition on on that side of the ball. Like, I imagine Pacheco's probably going to get a lot more looks than he traditionally does. Um, I feel like in an odd way, these teams are kind of evenly matched. Like they they're very similar. They have pretty solid defenses. They have, you know, the only difference is, I mean, you know, like like who like who's Who's more of a, a guarantee? Like CMC is more of a guaranteed touchdown machine. Um, I don't know, man. What what's the line? Three and a half. I think it's two and a half. And you know, I think I'm, it's for the Niners. Right now, I'm looking at like ridiculous props, like <laughs> just a dumb prop. have, like the, the Niners, game game. But the Niners uh, have more right. of an offense. San Francisco, San Francisco's spread. favored by a point. San Francisco's favored by a point and a half. Uh, it's a pick'em. Yeah, well, like they have the, the offense. And I, think at, yeah. I think what you're getting is a balance between the the experience of the Chiefs against the uh, expanded offensive threat of the 49ers. Like Debo, Ayuk, Kittle, CMC versus Kelsey, maybe Rice. That's it, right? Pacheco, right? Maybe. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Imagine she caught a touchdown. Imagine it was like Mighty Ducks. They fucking this wide receiver just fucking runs like blazes no, pulls the helmet the end zone. off. Yeah. yeah, just goes in, pulls the helmet off. It's Taylor Swift. They win. Imagine. Possible. <laughs> it's possible. Is that a prop? <laughs> Taylor not, Swift not reveals a prop, herself so. like Keenan Thompson in Mighty Ducks too. I'm going to take the Kansas City Chiefs because I bet on the Kansas City Chiefs to win the Super Bowl back when this whole Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing started in October. No lie, I can show you the the actual bet slip from FanDuel back in October, whatever it was. So I'm sticking with it. I think it's the story that we're going with. Just like Cody's got to finish his story, we're going to finish the Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift story. Just leading into her new album coming out in April. It's all, you know... Dude, I'm telling you, the, I, the image of her holding the Lombardi trophy like this with her hand in front of her mouth with Kelsey on one <laughs> knee. Like, it's just, I'm telling you, we talked yes. about this. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be, it'll be, people will save newspapers. Like it's going to be, like you said, she has a new album. He'll probably retire. They'll make babies. They'll be cute babies. There we go. She'll make albums about the My, babies. So I'm also, okay. As I said, also going with Kansas city chiefs. Um, I think everyone's favorite parlay of the Super Bowl, excuse me, of the game that's happening on Sunday, um, is the Gatorade color being poured on the winning head coach. Before you give your answer, can you guess what is the favored color? Red. Incorrect, incorrect. Oh, is it clear? Like the incorrect? Oh, <laughs> yellow? Yellow? Incorrect. Purple? Incorrect. Orange. Blue? Fucking orange. Orange is favored currently. 
at plus 240 to be now listen maybe it's one of those things where people have been watching a lot of chiefs games this year and they know they got like a connection on the inside with the water boy and like oh it's gonna be it's gonna be orange guys so maybe that's why orange is favored right now but the lines are plus 240 for orange yellow slash lemon or lime or lime or green is plus 380 purple also plus 380 blue plus 430 red slash pink plus 490 and then water plus 1000 there's good value in water there definitely good value in water and then you need someone with the binoculars up in the thing to look down at the gatorade to see what guys are getting yeah that one always seems well I don't know. Look, the guys are drinking on the sideline, right? So that's what yeah. I mean. It closes, yeah. No, I get that, but I feel like, do they only dip into it when the game starts? Like, someone's got to be drinking this before the game starts. Oh. You know what I'm saying? And then, of course, there's a bunch of Taylor Swift props. Like, we've already talked about the big one of whether we think that Travis Kelsey is going to propose to Taylor Swift after the game. Now, look. Do they have an over/under this camera cuts? There is, I think, what do we got here? We got national anthem length. We have total Canadian viewers, temperature at kickoff. Uh, who will be mentioned first in MVP speech? They do that one which, a lot, yeah. Which coach will throw the first challenge flag? Will there be a doink? Andy Reid, um, does he mention Taylor Swift if he wins? Yeah, like so I have the Andy Reid one. Uh, will Taylor wear a Christian Jurskich custom design? I don't know the fuck any of that means. But a designer clothing person's outfit. Coin and will, yeah. Will the MVP mention Taylor Swift? So I don't have one on FanDuel of amount of camera cuts to her, but I could have sworn I saw it. And uh, what else have I got on this? I'm looking at an article from Daily Hive as well. How many times will Taylor Swift be mentioned? This one's on BR's betting app, if you want to, you know, place bets across different betting apps. Cause we just look at FanDuel here, because obviously uh, we're FanDuel boys. But of course, as you all know, <laughs> there are dozens upon dozens of choices when it comes to uh, your betting app of poison. So uh, one of my favorite is on BetUS. So obviously we're not gambling on this one. And I feel like there's a very clear and obvious answer. And I mean, the lines will dictate that. But Taylor Swift's lipstick color. Red. That's, I mean, that's so degenerate. Red is minus 1800. It's a hard favorite. But any you get the field on it. So if it comes up any other color, it's plus seven hundred. I think I only see ah. it in red. Yeah, me too. And plus, she's Chiefs. She's gonna wear red. Yeah, I don't see a world where red like it, if it she was dating someone on the Baltimore Ravens has it been or something. Confirmed she's gonna make it back from Japan. Yes. Well, yeah, that's she, another thing altogether, she's, right? Uh, she's apparently already said that right after the show, she's flying back. She would make it by like six thirty. She's gonna have a police escort. Are you fucking kidding me? And, they're gonna and land her. Gonna, they're gonna do a flyby, and they're gonna be like, "Look at the plane." And it's gonna be Taylor. She's gonna be plane. the paraglider. The paraglider yeah. coming. She's gonna, she's gonna paraglide into the box. But like that flight is twelve hours because they're going west coast. So yeah. Well, they'd be going east to west around mm. the world. Mm, definitely not. Mm, yes. Uh, I've flown to Asia plenty of times. You go from here, Toronto across over Vancouver. Well, they're not going to Korea. Toronto. They're going to Las Vegas. Yeah, they're closer. 
Yeah, they're fucking closer, so they're going to oh. go from Japan across the ocean. They're not going to go around the fucking world over New Zealand, Australia, <laughs> India, Canada, so. into Vegas. No, I think we're saying the same thing. I'm not saying they're going... Okay, look at look at a look at a flat map, okay? Cuz the earth is flat obviously. You're are you going left, you going right? They're going to be going right. Yes, that's what I'm saying. You're going east to go around. Yeah. No, oh, but he's when right you said you're, you're in agreement right now. When you <laughs> said around the world. No, you're not going around the world. You're literally just going over the ocean into Vegas. I mean, I guess you can describe it around the world either way you say it, but anyways. Well, no, yes, because we, we're yeah, right the on thing. the other side. Like you have, you have like. Oh, I get it. Like I, we are saying the exact same thing. <laughs> we're good. But yeah, she's gonna make. Um, it. Yeah, she'll make it. I mean, I saw like some. I don't know what governing body this person was from, but there was like a press conference in Japan the other day of guys like, "Don't worry, we're gonna get her there." <laughs> it's, uh, they've it's already Japan. figured it out. It's Japan's responsibility. <laughs> you know what though? The the Japanese are honorable people. Yeah. They will do it. But I I love like the little side props. Like remember that one year? It's been a couple where there's the one year where the guy bet that the opening score in the opening play would be a returned um kickoff in the Devin Hester and the guy put like 100 bucks down on it and won something like 100 grand. Yeah, I remember one year where it was like a safety on the, the safety was the first score of the game. Yeah. And someone, of course, some degenerate put a ton of money on it. And then, yeah. Anyway, so as I'm rethinking those. the words that I said, I can understand why you thought I was crazy. Because when I said east to west, in my head, the way I meant that was like, you're going to go east. And then by the time you come around to like the United States, you're on the west coast. So in my head, I'm like, you're going east to go west. But east to west would be like the opposite direction. Yeah. So I understand where the disconnect was. And that was probably because I explained it a very Adora Forest, Ophelactory, <laughs> Marinations. So there's what, also, what, I was going to say, what's your favorite prop though? Like outside okay. of the Taylor Swift ones, like what's one your go to? I like the Gatorade well, the, personally. I love the Gatorade one. That's usually my go to one, mainly because I have a strong affinity for blue Gatorade. Although I will say the other day, um, I don't know, a grocery store, I don't even remember which one, had Gatorade on sale, so I bought like a 2-4 of it. And it was like three different flavors. So there's a there's a red one, orange one, lemon lime, and the blue one. Maddie? I'm kind of digging, dig, digging the lemon lime, honestly. I told, here you go. Welcome yeah. to my world. So It's fantastic. I don't want to admit it, but it probably is the best of uh, the, the four. Because it's the OG too. It's it the is the original, yeah. original Gatorade flavor, and maybe that's part of it. Like when Gator, I feel like Gatorade like came to prominence in our youth, right? So when we first started, like for me during a soccer game, and your parents brought you a Gatorade, it was like holy shit! Like I'm one of the kids with the Gatorade, and these kids have fucking water, right? So getting that lemon lime Gatorade, maybe it's just bringing back some nostalgia vibes. But I could be wrong. The other one I thought was interesting, and maybe we'll, this will be our last one. And I don't think this will happen. Plus one thousand at Bet Online, if you want to get involved on this one, a presidential endorsement from Taylor Swift. <laughs> so in any way, I think there's some sort of endorsement. Whether it's maybe she shows up to the game wearing a Chiefs jacket, but underneath it, it's like Biden twenty twenty whatever, four or Trump. Oh, fuck, I don't know. Maybe who knows. Um, that would be funny. 
I, I don't know if it's going to be like they're expecting her to have a post-game uh, press conference. A lot of these props is like a foregone conclusion that Kansas City is winning. And what happens after Kansas City wins? What about Taylor Swift and Travis? What's going to happen with Andy Reid and Taylor Swift? With like all this connection of Taylor Swift and, uh, and the Chiefs. It's awesome. This is just so much fun. Imagine if Taylor Swift wasn't involved. You know, like, I guess it could, it could have been the Ravens, which I guess I would be more interested. But for the average person, if this was the Ravens versus the 49ers, it is nowhere near as big of a story than it is right now with mm-hmm. Taylor Swift versus the 49ers. Yeah. So I am thankful for Taylor Swift. Scorigami. I'm betting on that one. I'm going to say yes. It's going to be a scorigami. And if you're not familiar, Scorigami is a uh, unique score never been scored ever before in the history of the NFL. So it seems rare, but it's happened a couple times like this season. Yeah. yeah. So. And also, too, final score to have occurred in past Super Bowl finals before. I'm going to say yes. Sorry. Say that again. What was it? Final score to have occurred as past Super Bowl final score. Oh, interesting. So I'm actually okay. defeating myself because I'm putting money on the Scorigami and then also putting money on that one. I mean, you're hedging your bet is what you're doing. Yeah. No. Sort of. <laughs> All right. I think it is now time for everyone's favorite segment of the week. That's right. It is time for everyone's favorite segment of the week, because as you know, we like to talk shit on this show. And sometimes we say some things about some people in a not very fun way, but we'd like to go out on a high note and we like to go out on a positive note. And so shout outs is where we shout out someone for doing something cool. I'll go first because it was kind of uh, alluded to earlier or I was at least given away entirely earlier. My shout out goes to one giraffe on skates, Pierre Engvall, the guy that we made so much fun of. Over the past few years, a guy that we gave plenty of shit to for plenty of years for being a guy that we saw so much potential in. Stop it. Get some help. (laughs) For his size, his ability, what he could have brought to the Toronto Maple Leafs would have been everything this team was looking for. But of course, he uh, was never that guy. But as you know, when a former Maple Leaf comes into the Scotiabank Arena to play the Maple Leafs, especially on their first time back, you bet your ass that motherfucker is scoring a goal. Even though they have scored single-digit goals all year, even though it has been months since Pierre Engvall has found the back of the net, and even though that the Islanders are a shit team, it doesn't matter. Just always bet on that person to score against the Maple Leafs. It doesn't even have to be a guy who played on the Maple Leafs. He can just be a guy from Toronto. You know, he's yeah. going to have like 20 of the his bar, friends and family the in the crowd. Yeah. If there's the any connection at all to Toronto, their first time in the building, they are scoring. So thank you for Pierre Engvall for winning me some money last night. I greatly appreciate it. Gentlemen, who's next? Um, my shout out is to Colin Cowherd. It's a dude I don't necessarily agree with a lot of the time. Sometimes he annoys the shit out of me. But I kind of like what he said about fans getting pissed off about Taylor Swift getting attention in football and during games and stuff like that because he essentially said 
you're worried about a four hour broadcast and they show her for all of 30 seconds and you're complaining about not during my football when he said in a four hour broadcast football was only played for about 12 minutes total and he said this is all just lonely insecure men who you know have issues or are you know lack confidence or whatever so and the other thing too he's like you know you don't like this shit yet 80 percent of all football especially the super bowl is ads and commercials and you know different advertisements so he said this isn't a you don't want that stuff in it it's you're just misogynistic so Mm-hmm. Good, you know what? I don't like I said always agree with him, or sometimes he bugs me. But this one is a is a cowherd W. So shout out to him. Uh, <clears throat> mine is going to one comedian Shane Gillis. So I never really heard much of Shane Gillis, but I decided to watch his Netflix special. And here's the thing: I know he talks about Matt Rife and how like his controversial jokes aren't funny. And I was kind of telling you about the story of Anthony Jeselnik, who's like, you can do dark humor. You just have to be funny. And if you're funny, it gets over. And if you're not funny, you just look like a dick, right? Shane Gillis is really funny. Um, A lot of it is dark humor. A lot of it could be construed as controversial, but like he does it in such an earnest and a lot of self-deprecating ways that you, you know, like you can, you can feel the joke. You know what I mean? You can feel like the honest, like he's not doing it to get the, the Matt Rife type of laugh where like, Oh, look at, he's a jerk. No, he's doing it for the joke. And I think that, um, it's also interesting. He was supposed to be one of SNL's new cast members got fired before he started because of some things that he says on his podcast, which is wildly popular. Um, and now he's hosting Saturday night live because well, he's more famous than, than he everyone else. On the cast member. Yeah. So, <laughs> Uh, if you get a chance, <laughs> Beautiful Dogs is on Netflix. I'm laughing because I'm thinking about some of the jokes from it. His Donald Trump impression is fantastic. Um, check it out. He's pretty funny. All right. And we hope you check out our episode next week when we're, of course, going to go over the probably the WWE press conference that's happening in Las Vegas. Or we're going to talk about that other thing happening in Las Vegas this weekend. And you know, the Maple Leafs are back in action. The Raptors are quickly approaching the NBA trade deadline. Whole lot to go over. Oh, we can't wait to see you there. Scotty Barnes, all star. Yes, just announced. Scotty Barnes going to be an all star. Yep, Barnes uh, getting the consolation prize now that Joel Embiid is uh, having surgery. Doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know what? Um, Darko Ryakovich said it. Scotty Barnes is an all star in this league. Scotty Barnes going to be an all star. Face of league. We'll see you next week, but until then, help control the pet population and have your pet spayed or neutered.